What a wild week. I apologize. This was supposed to be done last week. But, you know, it's life. Um, I appreciate the plays. I appreciate everybody tuning in. I just got a uh, a notification that the podcasters app that I use to record this is only going to be for helping to reach to a larger platform. So they have a relationship with Riverside, which I had forgot about, to be honest. And um, I'm going to be using that tool to record and edit and do all that stuff. And um, I think I was going to use that to like start doing video podcasts. But, you know, um, I want to say thank you all. And I want to say I appreciate you. So day two in Iceland. Um, the whole day it went by and then it, it's it's time I was really excited for this day because we had a uh, golden circle tour that's what it was called and we had we're, we're here our feet are on the ground and that's like one thing that I had thought about a lot prior to uh, going I remember I would walk outside of where I live and I would just be walking anywhere and I would you know, be like, oh, my feet are grounded in America right now. My feet are grounded in Bloomington Normal. And, um, you know, I'm walking in Target or I'm just walking in the parking lot. I'm like, I am here right now, you know. And even when I had my daughter in December, I remember we were walking to the building and it was fog and clouds everywhere and stuff. And I had, uh, I, I um, was looking, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful sight, but I thought of it as like a giant mountain or some other sort of rock structure and I was like man you know this is gorgeous and I think that man this is gorgeous it was it was totally aesthetic but I was thinking of what if I was in like Eastern Europe or something like that so the being there part was really exciting for me so it's day two we had been there and I'm starting to reflect on the fact that you know we were walking around seeing the mountain because like when you leave First off, it's kind of a, everywhere we went kind of had a strange geographical area as far as the the road system. And it, it's really funny because it's so different. I spoke to this before that it's almost alien. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so different than my everyday and than what I've seen. It's so alien. It really made me think of like the people I grew up with, not grew up with, but uh, knew they lived in Chicago. You know, um, when we came to America. We went to Chicago back and forth, and then my parents split up and we went to Chicago. And, you know, I know there's some people that never left the block. I know there's some people that were on the block and went to jail or are still in jail, and they've never been able to see this type of stuff, let alone just move across the United States like I have, like going to Florida or, you know, just doing all the stuff I was doing, driving back and forth, going through the states, and just seeing what America has to offer, let alone what the world has to offer. It was crazy. And so I had been there, man. I had been there. But, like, by the hotel, there's a steep... It goes down. It's not like a mountain or, like, if you've been to Alton, Illinois, which is a strange town, but there's a lot of hills and the roads are very steep. But it was just, like, a steep, you know, whatever. And just like Europe, Iceland has <laughs> a lot of underground parking. Uh, the street parking sucks, so there's very little. Um, so we didn't really know what we were supposed to do. But if you go down that path and go to your um, go to your left, you'll hit the street, and then you can look straight or go to your right. And if you go to your right, you'll see some businesses and stuff. But you'll also see a busy street. It's the main street, 
and across, over there is water, and then there's the uh, mountains and stuff. It was funny because in, in uh, Reykjavik, it was, um, you know, it, we, we were in uh, uh, the most popular city in Iceland, so we didn't, it didn't feel like what, I mean, it was cool, but it was different and all that, but it didn't feel like what I've been seeing in the pictures and in the videos on the plane and stuff. So we had um, went to, um, you know, walking around and just seeing stuff. Little did I know when I look and saw the mountains, if we just keep left and go straight, we would go out into the country. And it was really cool to go out into the country. So anyway, it's a little bit of a um, prelude. But it, it was it was super cool to have already had my feet on the ground and wake up knowing that I'm in a completely, that I'm in the, the middle of the Atlantic. Uh, pretty, yeah, Atlantic. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck is it. The Atlantic, whatever. So, the ocean. And uh, so we get up. We got to get up early. Of course, it's dark as a motherfucker, and um, it's so dark that like you, I mean you you really can't see anything. So I had. Um, Uh, you know, we're getting ready, and th th again, that's one of the. Sorry, I'm thinking about something else. That was one of the things that was very strange about Iceland is the fact that there's so much darkness throughout the day. The sun is only up from eleven to four or eleven to three or something like that. Um, that was hard to adjust to. So it's eight something, and it looks like midnight outside, or ten o'clock, or eight o'clock, or something like that. So. Um, there's this big ass bus. There's two of them. There's a bunch of people. We get on the bus. Me and Kenzie sit next to each other. We're driving, and the guy's, you know, talking. He's a really thick accent, but he's funny. And we're driving. It's about like a 45 minute drive. We go to this place, and it, it's crazy because, like, there was one point where there's snow everywhere. So, like, everything is white. I mean, you can see, make out the mountains because they're large structures, but there's little spots of gray. And we're going, and there's a little bit, I don't know if it's snowing or not. I feel like it was, but I don't really remember. But the sun was starting to come up a little bit. But I remember at one point I was like, if these roads weren't here, I wouldn't know if we were driving on the fucking ice. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck would be. It seemed like it was way more of a frozen wasteland. And I don't mean wasteland disrespectfully. But like a frozen tundra. Let's say, let's use that word. As opposed to Reykjavik, which is... I mean, it was snow, but it was like stuff everywhere. It was buildings everywhere. It didn't seem like... I mean, complete contrast from the countryside so um you know there's a lot of um heavy duty equipment they're talking about like the the stuff that you would need to live out here um such as like a uh like just these giant souped up trucks with huge wheels and it was pretty cool so we, we're driving and we, we go to this gas station which allows you to you know go get something to eat get some coffee uh stretch your legs i don't know if the bus was filling up with gas or something and we were um, going into the, I, I don't remember what it was called, I don't think it was Bonus. No, they had one of those there, because we went there, and just to see what it was like. Um, it, it was spelled Bonus, but I think it's called something else that has a pig on it. One of my favorite stores to see, they're all over the place. Um, and I think it's like strictly Icelandic, and they have like 350 stores, or something like that. They have a bunch of stores, maybe not 350. There's 350,000 people there, but they have a ton of stores. Uh, on a, in Iceland, and so um, it was a store that was attached to this gas station, 
Oh, no, no, it wasn't attached to the gas station. There was a gas station. We had to walk across. It's like a little strip mall thing. So we're going, and this was like a place because a place of interest for the tour because in 2008 there was an earthquake and it was so bad that it like cracked the floor basically cracked the ground and it was a fault and so it's still lava flowing through that so they turned it, it turned it into like a tourist thing so you can go in here and you look and I have, I have pictures and videos of it and you can kind of see like it almost looks like it's pulsating a little bit that's a lava flowing through it and it's like you're standing on this really really thick glass and um I think it says Europe and then North America on either side, but it's like the tectonic plates that are part of those continents, I think. So I obviously have a picture standing on both with the fault in between my legs. Like I said, it's plexiglass, so you can't fall in there or anything, but it, it was like really deep, and I'm like, man, this must have been a terrible earthquake. Um, we went to Bonus, and I'm just going to call it that until I know what it's actually called, and uh, we it's just so different like there's looking at all sorts of Icelandic candy and their variation of our candy like I saw uh, Sour Patch or Inheritable gummies and they have like an Icelandic edition we didn't buy any candy to bring back either which we should have but uh, I am looking at a toy that we got for Ren from Iceland and a toy that we got from uh, Germany for uh, Ren obviously and so um with that, I mean, we finished up there and went on our tour. The first stop was really cool. It was um, the horses. We saw these Icelandic horses because where we are, there's a lot of uh, horse breeders and stuff like that. And they're way cheaper. They're like the, the price of cows out here. And uh, out here, horses are a lot. I, I don't know how much they cost, but I think they were like, you can get a horse out there for like four grand or something like that. Um, they were really cool. They looked really different. And then we pulled up to this area where there's like three or four horses, and people pay to pick out hay so they can, you know, feed them. And so after that, we had went uh, to this big crater. And in this crater, I mean, like you got to walk around it. And they're like, okay, we have 30 minutes here, and there's other buses, there's several people, and we're walking around. And oh, this Kenzie, you want to say hi? Is she antisocial right now, but um. We walk around the crater and it takes about 30 minutes you can either walk around the crater or walk all the way down to the uh, uh, frozen water I don't know how thick the ice was because it had been um, somewhat warm the day prior I, but there seemed to be a, like a temperature difference from the countryside in the city I don't really know why but yeah so it's pretty cold we're walking we got a picture which is Kenzie's background which I'm gonna make my background I just keep forgetting and um, you know it's pretty cool we see it it's nice but just to look I remember I have videos and just pictures and I'm like looking and I, I remember specific instances where it's like if you're stuck out there holy fuck I mean it's absolutely breathtaking I mean you see the trees you don't really see any animals besides birds every now and then but there's mountains everywhere and it's like and they're not like mountains like we saw in Switzerland they're like I don't even know but it looked hauntingly de desertedly beautiful so we wrap up and we we drive and next is the geysers right am i saying that right we went to the to the geysers next way from the crater so we went to the geysers now the geysers were cool but i thought we would see a little bit more i think that we would have had a little bit more patience if we wouldn't would have went in like june or july because it's 
way uh, warmer. We definitely would have been able to stand some things a little better. At this point, we have been in, out in the cold for quite some time. And so um, I think that uh, we went and saw, you know, the geysers. They went up and down, and we ate a burger, had a beer, got a, had a, a pale ale from those made of geyser water or something like that. I don't, I don't know if that's – I think that's true, thermal water or something. Of course, I have to experience and taste everything, especially if it's a beer. And um, it was cool. We're talking, and Kenzie gets up and goes to the bathroom. Little does she know I have a ring on me. Little does she know I have plans. And I'm looking at the ring, glistening in the light, and I'm like, man, I'll, I'll propose right here because I had been planning to do it this whole time. And with me planning to do that, um, it was hard to find like a, a good time because she obviously wasn't in on it, and I've never been to Iceland. Now it's a different story. I think I can gauge things a little better. And one day we'll go back in the next couple of years. Um, but so I'm kind of panicking a little bit because I know we have one or two more stops. Um, and the next stop was the National Park, which was gorgeous. So we drive around and we go to this uh, National Park, which has a like a gift shop in it. And I'm pretty sure there's like food and stuff or whatever. By the way, there's a lot of black people in Iceland. <laughs> I don't know where they come from because they don't look like African necessarily, but I think some of them are probably British and American. Uh, when we went to the Sky Lagoon, we, um, which I didn't mention. I don't know if I mentioned that in the last one. But yeah, the day before we went to the Sky Lagoon. Couldn't go to the Blue Lagoon because of the earthquake and blah, blah, blah. So instead of like risking it being closed, we went to the Blue Lagoon or Sky Lagoon, which had the seven-step ritual. And uh, you get in the water, you go, and you have to do a cold plunge, which I've never been that cold in my life, in the cold. And then, you know, you go through the rest of it, and it's pretty cool, very therapeutic, very nice saunas and soap and showers. And, and then you get back in, have a beer, and chill. It was too cloudy, so we couldn't see the northern lights. But if I didn't mention it, there's a quick recap. So uh, we get to the, the uh, National Park, and in the National Park... Um, I mean, it's it's colder, like it's much colder, and I'm like, fuck, I have to pee. But I mean, we have 45 minutes, and this is huge long walk, and uh, we can either go down to the water, or we can walk around and see the sights, so we could just stay up top and enjoy ourselves. So of course, I want to walk all the way down. Kenzie's like, I don't want to. I'm like, Man, I want to find us a place to like have a little bit of privacy. So we walk down. We're looking at everything. My heart's starting to beat a little faster. Even just thinking about it, I'm getting nervous now. But my heart's starting to beat a little faster because I'm like, I have to figure something out. And we're taking our time and I'm capitalizing on her pauses and taking pictures and stuff. And there's like a circular, like you can look out and see this church because like, again, it's barren. It's nothing besides like the gift shop. There's a church and like two buildings. I don't know if they're houses or whatever they are, but it's not a lot of stuff around. Um, there's like a, there's two lakes and just vast like tundra i mean it's gorgeous i can't imagine what that would look like during the summer or at night with the northern lights shining over so we get down and there's like a couple people uh, this these uh chinese people there's a lot of korean people but they, they were chinese i know the difference and so they were like fucking around and i remember i looked over and one of them was like balancing on the fucking uh like there was like a wooden handrails and they were balancing on it and i thought the icelandic guy was gonna get pissed but you know he didn't really pay any attention 
So he walks off. These rich Chinese people walk off. And there's a moment where it's just me and her. And so I've been fucking with her the whole time. Which I feel bad about now. Because one of my serious about anything. She pointed that out later. But um, I've been fucking with her. Asking to marry her in like the stupidest spots. Um, and I joke. I'm like, hey, would you, would you marry me if I asked you to marry me? Or would you... Yeah, would you say yes if I asked you to marry me right here? And she's like, uh, yeah. I said, well, let's make it official. And I pull out the ring, and she's shocked. And I did hear shit because I didn't get on my, my knee. But, like, you know, it was like ice and water all over the floor, and I didn't want my, my knees to be wet and cold. And, and she just said, I got an excuse. And I've been hearing that since we came back from Iceland. But, you know, uh, I actually reproposed at McDonald's. Like, I really wanted to. I wanted to fake propose at a McDonald's. I actually proposed her a second time in Germany at a McDonald's, and I was very, very happy with that. Um, she thought it was funny. We had a good laugh. Um, and then I think I proposed her again in on the floor in front of our at, at where I live on her way to work, on her way out on the way to work. So, or when I got back, one of them. So I proposed to her officially once, and then two more times after, just just for fun. And um, you know what girl gets proposed to three times by the same guy and says yes every time come on now um so yeah that kind of wrapped it up there and we walked around and she took pictures i don't know if she called her mom out there or not but i know she, uh, well she tried to call her mom she didn't answer they were all in on the joke not the joke i'm sorry they were all in on the engagement they've known since july i feel like july i don't know the exact month exactly but i know that july sounds right and feels right so we were engaged in in iceland in a national park on a mountain can you say that you've been engaged uh asked to be married on a mountain in in iceland in the middle of the ocean you can't it's because that guy doesn't love you so um you know obviously the most special girl in the world and in my world outside of my daughter's I think that she deserves something that she could truly say is something that is, I mean, can't be replicated easily. And uh, she's deserved that a lot more times than once. So um, I was very happy with that. We wrap up and we, we, you know, go see the gift shop and get on the bus and go back. But when we get back, guess what time it is? Four. But it's dark. So it feels like it's 7 o'clock. It feels like it's time to go to bed. I kind of feel like we were struggling a little bit at that point because when we came back yesterday, we slept for three hours. So. Came back yesterday? I'm doing it. I'm on second day, Iceland. So. But thank you for asking. For people who are just like. Lost your mind. Yesterday, we were in Iceland yesterday, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are cute. And so. No, those are cute. And so, um, babe, I'm doing a podcast right now. So, uh, (laughs) so after that, you know, we we have to see, we have to see more, you know what I mean? We still have to do more. And guess what we did? Because we're leaving the next day and we had to get up early. What time do we have to be up? We had to be up like, we had to be up early. I don't even know what time that we left. Um, cause we were, no, we had to be at the airport at nine. We had to return the car. No, we, we had to return the car at 9. Whatever. So, we wanted to go see some stuff. We wanted to go get probably the best ice cream I've had since I've been alive. Um, it's called, oh, oh, what is it called? Nom? Nom? Om nom. Om nom. No. 
Omnum, something like that. And out of all the Icelandic people we met, these were not very inviting people for whatever reason. I, I don't know if they were about to close. It was like, and the funny thing is we were, we were going to go get dinner. And uh, we had we had to have ice cream first. Oh, yeah, we had a reservation. The fucking place was had one person there when we had got there. Um, the crazy thing is, like, everything closes early. That's one thing that you have to get. In Europe, things are different. In Iceland, things are different. So if you go to Sweden, Norway, I don't know. Actually, I've never been there, but I imagine it's the same where motherfuckers do not hang out all night like life is just different and things are just different and things are slower paced they want to go home <laughs> they want to get sleep they want to be with their family they don't want to work all day so um things close at like nine o'clock eight o'clock eight, and that's late because a lot of things close at five on the dot a lot of things close at seven so don't just because it's a tourist area don't expect it to be open all fucking night clubs aren't really popular there i mean americans come there want to get drunk and act a goddamn fool but there was, i noticed there was no clubs it was like one street that we walked down and like i said the first uh, on the first podcast that it was like you know that seemed like the party street because it was like you know a lot more bars people were americans were intoxicated or british people and um it just seemed more of like that kind of vibe, but I didn't like see any clubs like that. I heard one, we walked past one club that had music and it sounded like a club, but I, it just wasn't, it's not like that there. So we went and got this ice cream. I forgot what it's called, the unicorn and the little unicorn horn that didn't really taste like anything, but we had, um, this great vanilla ice cream. I think it had caramel on it. It had uh, gummy these gummy squares or rectangles that Kenzie did not like. They didn't taste that great, but, you know, whatever. Um, and then we went to... Do you remember the name of the restaurant? I don't remember saying it. She don't even... She, can you spell it? My Instagram here. It is, it's pretty cool because, like, she looked it up on Instagram and it looked fire. And we get out the car, we slip... We're sliding on ice, and then um, we went to, uh, uh, it's called, oh my god, wait, huh, oh, Om Nom Chocolate, so the, is a picture of me wearing the same shirt I have right now, uh, Big Yen Brokhas, I don't, I don't know if that's, that's too German, yeah, it is, I don't know what it's called, so anyway, um, but that's what you would say it if you were speaking with a German accent. Um, or pronouncing it as Germans pronounce German words. And me and her got the steak and fries, baby. And it was delicious. A little bit cooked, a little bit too medium rare. She had a medium well. It was like medium rare. But we ate it. And uh, a little chewy. But it was delicious. The fries were great. We both had Summersby. If I haven't mentioned it, Summersby is a really, really good cider. Do the apple Angry Orchard are those close or no? What is Angry Orchard kind of satisfying your palate? Yeah, in comparison, it, was just different. it was just different. I mean, like it was just, it was perfect. I don't know how else to describe it. I've had Angry Orchard. I think Woodchuck was the first uh, cider I've ever had, and it was delicious to me. But it's just nothing on Summersby. I mean, Summersby is like perfect. It's not too sugary. What is that? Let me see. The last dinner that we had, and then had McDonald's. So yeah, we go to 
Oh man, that's like wait. See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look through all the pictures again before I go through because I forgot about that one. Where we had McDonald's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany, I love Germany. So anyway, wrapping up because I'm at 24 minutes. Um, yeah, we ate there, and the, the, again, it's a really weird thing. You can tip, but like it's not expected. So you get okay service, but I mean, you get served, and if they really love you. Or if you're Icelandic, they will serve you like a normal person. <laughs> but if you're foreign, they're like, oh, well, you got a drink, didn't you, at some point today? Everybody's getting paid the same. So it, it, there's no incentive to go above and beyond. But they were very nice when they did talk to you. So um, the lady served us. It was great. We ate the food. We went to go see a lighthouse that Kenzie wanted to see on the edge of Reykjavik. And we also saw, I don't remember, I think it was like a beautiful... I don't know if it was a full moon or what the moon looked like, but I remember us being like, wow, look at the moon. Because when we had showed up on Iceland and we were on our way to the um, on our way to the hotel, the moon, the, the light of the moon was shining on the water and it looked like a painting. It was absolutely beautiful. And knowing that we were about to leave, we saw the moon again and I knew that this trip was meant to be. And we were very happy. I felt very safe. I felt like we were where we were supposed to be in life and um we were enjoying ourselves and having a great time and i think that um i'm very privileged to have been in that position to go and have this experience and and do everything that we did do so after that unfortunately it was time to wrap things up you know i made sure i walked a little bit slower i made sure i looked a little bit longer and I made sure that I really appreciated every step that I took because I was able to be in Iceland and I was able to be uh, accepted here and treated fairly and Kenzie was as well. And this was a really, really good start to everything that we were going to experience. Can't say the same about Austria, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there in the story. Um, such a transformative experience, especially because, again, at this last restaurant, on the way out, I look over and I see the chef is black. So, uh, a lot of things started changing in areas where you think you're only going to be only see white people. There's it was very multicultural. Um, I know there's some Europeans that worry about that. They don't want their culture to be taken over, and I understand that some are worried because for whatever reason, there's a large immigration from all po- uh, parts, and the governments are just kind of. I don't know what if it's woke identity politics or whatever it's called, but they're doing it in a way that is detrimental. Like uh, the the island in Italy, where it's like two or five thousand people, five thousand males, just show up and they have nowhere to go. Like what is this? And they came on boats. I don't know. Anyway, I'm getting off topic, but it was nice to be there, and I remember falling asleep, a little sad, but ready. Ready for the next adventure.